0: Hello and welcome to episode 211 of SMARTS, which as we all know stands for...
1: Superman Makes Amazing Return to Show.
0: Ooh, very good. Thank you. My name is Rediger Q Podcaster, a.k.a. Trevor. Hello. And your name is...
1: Julia Guglia of Internet Fame dash podcaster.
0: Correct. So we only have one news item this week, and it is, as you intimated Ah. with your intro there, um, the C... Well, I I guess the CW didn't announce it. It was announced in a trade (laughs) publication... That the CW is developing a Superman and Lois Whee! series to be called just that. Which, Superman and Lois, which to me seems like a bit of an odd title. Like Lois and Clark has a certain ring to it. Mm-hmm. Just calling it Superman obviously is self-explanatory. Superman and Lois seems like weirdly and da 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 and done. Just like I don't know, like <laughs> melodically, syncopated. It yeah, like just the, it seems sort of lopsided. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. It, I think it's there to indicate that it's going to be about them as a couple because right. the. Um, the only blurb we've gotten so far says that it focuses on what, what it's like to be uh, working parents in a modern world. So this further mm-hmm. confirming what we, you know, what was hinted at in last year's crossover and presumably will be confirmed by this year's crossover mm-hmm. is that, you know, they he proposed and she's pregnant. So we're going to presumably get little baby John, who mm-hmm. by the time the show starts, presumably next fall, will be a couple of years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will return to Earth, I'm assuming from Argo, and resume their lives. Mm-hmm. And it'll be about, it'll be a Superman show. So, this is what we've been hoping for so for a few, year, few years Aww. now. It was sort of rumored off and on. Um, and it's been pretty much confirmed because people from other shows and, and this show, Tyler Hecklin himself, has been you know posting and saying, We're going to watch the heck out it. of that, just so, so you all know. It's very exciting. Yep. This will be the first time there's been a. Actual Superman show on TV since Lois and Clark went off the air. uh, Live action show since Lois and Clark went off the air about 20 years ago. Yeah. Obviously Smallville ran for 10 years and by the end was basically a Superman show in all but the fact that he wasn't wearing the costume. Right. But he was fighting crime in Metropolis with other superheroes and he had basically a secret identity even though it wasn't Superman it was the blur right so I mean that was basically a Superman show by the end but to have a Superman show where he's wearing the costume and flying around and working at the Daily Planet and everything it's been over 20 years since we've had a live action version of that so it's very exciting gonna be dope I think probably they knew that there was demand for this but they were waiting to see what would happen with the movies but since the whole Henry Cavill Ben Affleck era of the movies sort of ended before it really got started Mm-hmm. seemingly mm-hmm. and now now the movies are exploring other characters instead of Batman and Superman I think that they're, they're that's kind of freed them up to do this mm-hmm. is my suspicion because even though Jeff Johns has been a lot more lenient with you know making sure that different versions of characters can appear on different shows and it's not you know like we can have Pennyworth at the same time as we can have Bruce Wayne on Titans at the mm-hmm. same time we can have you know the the upcoming The Batman movie, which mm-hmm. can coexist with the Joker movie, which can coexist, you know, like, it's been more loose, but still, I think that the, from a corporate perspective, they like to have all eyes on, especially their big marquee characters, one version of a character. And, you know, the same reason why I don't think we're going to see Ian Glenn suit up as Batman on Titans is because I think they're going to want to focus people on the Batman, you know? Yep. But, so this, is, but this is exciting. This is going to be the first Superman show in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they... They set this up, presumably they'll start laying the groundwork for it when we see them again in this year's crossover. And then presumably Supergirl will continue to run with that and establish a role for them back on Earth. And then they'll I imagine there'll be kinda of like a backdoor pilot episode of Supergirl, I would imagine, where we see them return to Metropolis and then the show will spin off from there. That's that's what I would assume they would do. Right. And then presumably we'll continue to have there'll be crossovers between those two shows. More frequently, I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because now every time you want to have Supergirl crossover with one of the other shows, they have to have a reason why it's worth traveling between dimensions. But they can do a lot of like fun little mini crossovers in the way that say Flash and Arrow do, with like Lila appearing in some random episode of The Flash or Cisco coming over to Arrow for a, uh, an episode or something. They could do that between Supergirl and Superman much more easily. You right. Know? Right. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so this is part of the I, I'm going to call. I don't know. It's it's been gradual because there's been a gradual rollout of new shows. But I think we're, what we're seeing now is basically like the second generation of Arrowverse shows. I think between Batwoman, mm-hmm. the upcoming Green Arrow and the Canaries spinoff, and now Superman and Lois, I think we're seeing the second generation of shows. You know, I think right. I think Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends were sort of the first generation, and I think now and Black Lightning is sort of also somewhere in the middle, existing in its own kind of side realm mm-hmm. but now i think we're seeing the rollout of like within the span of a year we're going to get three new shows basically mm-hmm. and so i think this is a concerted effort to sort of because uh i i mean arrow's wrapping up flash right i mean yep. presumably only has another year or two left supergirl maybe another three years left yeah that I means seven or eight years seems to be the roughly right I the mean, average smallville ran for 10 years but i think arrow was going to end after six or seven but they convinced him to do one more year to wrap everything up i think i haven't been hearing grant gustin talk about talking about wanting to end the show or whatever but right. oftentimes when they're discreet about it you don't hear anything until it's announced right but right. i would say you know i mean seven years ten years on the on the way on the outside but seven or eight years is kind of what you would imagine and air and flash is in season six now right so only another year to a flash i would imagine yeah yeah. But you could get all sorts of spin offs out of that show, too. I mean, everything from... That's true. You know, there's a lot of other speedsters, some of which they've actually set up on the show. I mean, I don't think we're going to see a Jesse Quick show or something like that. Yeah. But, you know... Seeing
1: as there's no Earth 2 anymore. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but they could do all
0: sorts of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, so shall we move on to our comics of the week? Yes, ready. What was your comic of the week?
1: This week I picked Action Comics. Is anybody surprised? Um, Naomi is in it again. So of course I had to pick it because I'm really enjoying this arc. And this time she comes to Superman's rescue and it's awesome. And I forgot the issue number. What is it?
0: 1016.
1: Yeah, that's memorable. Um, <laughs> but at any rate, I'm really enjoying, I continue to enjoy the art. I continue to enjoy the story. I can't wait to see um, the the big bad actually coming out of the shadows and really facing off against Superman because they've really just been, woo, the the underground workings and and uh, machinations that they've been putting together have been really successful and so now they're really facing a threat bigger than some egomaniac uh, classic supervillain. This is a this is an actual threat um, by somebody who has no ego and therefore is not you know putting you know beating their chest and saying look at me I am a worthy opponent no it's nothing like that it's far more dark and insidious and I really am enjoying the arc and I'm really enjoying uh, Naomi's spotlights as well because she's coming into her own and she's definitely on the side of good and I can't wait to see ah, she saved Superman's skin.
0: <laughs> so th- I so, don't think we're gonna see more exciting. of her here. I think that this is leaving her in a certain place. And then yeah. we're gonna pick up her story a little bit in Young Justice. I know. And she'll be part of a team there and then the next I time love she gonna really we'll be
1: in- a little uh, had with the with with the with kind the of like okay yeah you're superman Okay, <laughs> I'm talking to Superman. That's cool. Uh, but they're level-headed about it as well. So they're a little starstruck, but they're at the same time, they they make complete sense and they, they still retain the identity. I really love that it's the same writer um, that wrote the Naomi series in the beginning is still writing these voices here because it's coming ac- across very clearly for for. Those of you who want to read Naomi and then read this run, it's it's going to be well, because so because this isn't tied some the, her yeah. mother
0: isn't some like backwoods housewife. Nope. She was which which side was she on? Was she Ranian or Thanagarian? But she was one or the other. She was a, she was a
1: no no hmm? no no no. Her father was Ranian. Oh,
0: is that is that yeah? Her happened?
1: mother was the artist who fell in love with the Ranian. Yeah, oh. don't forget the Thanagarian, By the way, was the uh, no, no, the mechanic? I'm not wrong her about mother this. Mother was wait. Say her mother that again. was the earth. Her
0: mother is an earth person. Naomi's mother is an earth person?
1: Naomi's adopted mother is an earth person, correct.
0: Oh, that's right. It was her father her was the, father Ranian, was the and that, that mechanic, that huge bulky he mechanic was the guy was the Thanagarian. Yeah. That's right. I thought it was I for some reason I had in my head that the, the I know that they the had like a Star Crossed lovers had... thing going on where there was Ranny and the Thanagarian fell in love. But no, that wasn't quite what happened. No, right it wasn't Star Crossed, yeah. No. But still, she's been dealing with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know.
1: No, and she, she's a strong woman. She knew that woman. her
0: husband was from space. Like, she's yep. she's not unfamiliar with the crazy stuff that can nope. happen even before her daughter developed powers. So. Yep.
1: And it's so nice, the division of labor. Like, you, Mom, you were waiting here? Yep. And your father was waiting at home. Like, we were we were covering yeah, all the bases like waiting for Yeah, this is like five minutes it's after so the
0: Naomi series ended. Like, yeah. she went straight to Metropolis when she flew off at the end of Naomi number six, and then she flew straight back here. So even though that was yep. like two months ago for us, this is later that night yeah. for these characters. Yeah. So. so what I was saying was, we'll see her a, a little bit in Young Justice, and then... The, the the collected edition of the first miniseries is literally labeled Naomi Season 1. So oh, we know so we're good, getting a so Season good, 2 so with, with Bendis and Walker and Campbell sometime early next year. I I'm really,
1: I gotta say, I'm really enjoying the art in Action Comics um, and the way they portrayed Naomi, but I cannot wait to see more of Walker's yeah. art.
0: Well, he's doing um, the... I'm sorry, who? The artist? Yeah, the artist. Jamal Campbell. Jamal Campbell. He's, doing, he's yeah. doing the new um, Young Animal... Green Lantern miniseries with NK with the the sci-fi novelist NK Jemisin, uh far oh, cool. se- far sector. He's doing that for six issues, and then he's going to come back Hop and back do the season two. So, I just love his portrayal
1: of this character. Like it's it's just beautiful yeah. beyond anything else. Like nobody. Well, can it's top as that close art. as
0: you get to having like a creator-owned character within DC. Like yeah. Bendis and Walker and Campbell created that character together, and so I think that the and Bendis especially has enough clout within. DC now, even though he's only Just been a short, even though he's only been a short yeah. there, a short period of time, he's a titan in the industry, and so if he says only we get to do more Naomi stories, aside from when I want her writer guest appearances in one of the other ten books that I write, and <laughs> they're going to listen to him, you know, kind of yeah. like when Neil Gaiman says nobody gets to use my Sandman characters but me unless I personally anoint yeah, someone yeah. to come along and do a new, you know, the Dreaming series, right, and right. DC is not going to risk. Taking Which, by Neil the way, Gaiman,
1: nice so. choice because that was dope. Anyway. Yeah. continuing Uh, on so
0: i picked the flash number 81 nice Uh, this was a really good conclusion to the whole um death and the speed force arc where the speed force is dying and the black flash is sort of acting as an antibody to destroy the avatars of these other forces Hunter zolomon inserts himself into the situation proclaiming himself to be the the one true flash Mm -hmm. we get sort of a cool almost redemption for him at the end
1: yeah because we get
0: the revelation that um that he actually was right that the clown the serial killer the clown back in the day that yeah. was responsible for his father-in-law's death and his own um you know uh, fall
1: in fall from grace fall from grace yeah. i was
0: gonna say his his not embarrassment what's the word i'm looking he's for he's spiraling yeah um actually didn't have a gun and for some reason eobard thahn showed up and gave him a gun yeah um i guess to create his eventual successor in, yeah. in, a, in a sort of a twisted way yeah um So that's enough to kind of get him to help Barry a little bit and... seal up, you know, the Speed Force wall or whatever they call it, the barrier mm-hmm. uh, to preserve the Speed Force. And you saw a little hint of Perpetua in
1: that, too. Yeah. And tying into the whole Well, I mean, uh, we're Doomsday seeing or, pretty
0: much everything we're reading or, now is is either lightly or heavily tying into the fact that, you know, the scales are tipping towards Doom and the villains are ascendant, whether it's Lex Luthor and his Legion of Doom and Perpetua or the Batman who laughs or yeah. Cersei and her sort of uh, dark, the witch mark, yeah. Justice League dark, dark, yeah. you know, and yeah. whoever else is her happening or, or the over. rogues. Mm-hmm. taking over Central City and kicking the butts of Wallace and Avery. And, you know, the villains are obviously on the rise everywhere. It's the whole. That's why this is the the year of the villain is right. The deal proclaimed. And I have to say, as far as the year of the blank, like they've had, you know, oh, this year is going to be we're going to focus on the villains. And usually what that ends up being is like, oh, they do a spattering of like one shots, focusing on the villains. right, and it right. Never, it's never some of them are good, and some of them are, but it never really ends up.
1: Feel, feeling like a concerted yeah. effort.
0: But this year, you really feel like all, all the interest is behind what's the Batman Who Laughs going to do? What's the Legion of Doom going to do? What are the rogues going to do? What's mm-hmm. Cersei going to do? Yeah, so I think it's, it's been more successful than, than past efforts. But I, I, and having Scott Collins here on art, you know, he did the art on. He's been on and off The Flash, but he did the bulk of the art on Jeff Johns' run on The Flash, however long ago it was, 15 years ago or whatever, which was that initial arc that introduced Hunter Zolomon and Mm -hmm. had him turn into Zoom and all that stuff. So it's great having him do do the art here. And I even noticed a couple of specific panels where he was echoing like certain poses that Hunter Zolomon was in oh, I'm like oh that's the cool. pose from the cover of the issue that turned him into Zoom like it's literally the exact same pose so. oh
1: that's cool I
0: appreciate those references because that was such because <laughs> Jeff Johns oh man that was that, that's probably I mean that's my favorite run on the flash I but know he you would mentioned do, he would do these rogues profiles issues where he would in the middle of like big four or five issue arcs he would have a standalone issue sometimes with a guest artist sometimes not that was just all about that, ro- the, mm-hmm. that rogue it was usually narrated by them and it was like their life story and really because re- the rogues were like a joke at that time like yeah. Mark Wade had done some cool stuff with them but they weren't really seen as being in, very interesting or deep. Mm. And then until Jeff Johns came out, here's an issue just about Captain Cole. And now everybody's now like, wow, Captain Cole is really awesome. Yeah, 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 And then he did one about Mirror Master and one about I'm trying to remember who else he did. And then, the th- top? then Then he did the one that was about Hunter Zolomon and, and then turned him into Zoom at the end.
1: Oh, boy. Um,
0: and then it went into the Blitz arc, which was him versus Wally, and led up to number 200 where, you know, he killed Wally's unborn twins and then Oof. everything else happened from there and... And the Spectre showed up but the Spectre was Hal Jordan and he made everybody forget that Wally West was the Flash and then he became a mechanic and they had anyway a lot of stuff (laughs) no Um, kidding but I mean that was that that might be my favorite Flash story of all time is Blitz like that was such an excellent arc of the Flash and so uh, anything that calls back to that or harkens back to it or you like appreciate that. it. And Joshua uh-huh. Williamson is a huge Flash fan. And he. I think, though, the Wade Johns era is is his sweet spot. Because, you know, the people writing these books these days, by and large, are roughly our age. And so they grew up reading the books <laughs> that I grew up reading.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so whether it's
0: Scott Snyder being, you know, calling back to and Sean Murphy on Batman, on the White Knight stuff. Yeah. Having characters look like they stepped out of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Or having Joshua Williamson evoke Blitz or having, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Or, or. or Call, or or uh, Steve Orlando calling back to all the best Grant Morrison JLA stuff when he was doing his Justice League of America arc and, and you know, oh, here's a new Aztec because Grant Morrison made Aztec cool and, you know. <laughs> so the, all the people that we're reading about now are are calling back to all the stuff I grew up reading. So I, I, I awesome. do enjoy that. So should we move on to your quiz?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: Okay. So this week, because of stuff that we're going to talk about when we talk about our shows, I'm going to quiz you about Teen Titan deaths.
1: Oh, gosh (laughs) okay so i'm gonna list
0: four titans oh boy so four questions so i'm gonna give you the name of a titan and then four possibilities as to uh who killed them or how they died okay and you have to tell me which one was real okay okay so so tempest aka garth cool okay in the comics when he died how was he how did did he die was he murdered by ocean master was he murdered by a mind-controlled aquaman was he murdered by a mind-controlled tula or was he murdered by black lanterns
1: Oh, see, you're saying in the comics, but I'm just remembering. Oh, yes, no, not was, shot by
0: Deathstroke. <laughs> That's the show.
1: Yeah. Um. Tempest. Obviously,
0: he's alive now again because sure, sure. you know New Fifty Two. But
1: I thought it was Ocean Master.
0: No, he was killed by Black Lanterns. Oh. Ocean Master so killed weird. Arthur Curry Jr., Aquaman <gasps> and Mira's baby. What? Yes, that was why Aquaman hated him so much in the. In the classic comics.
1: What? It wasn't
0: until Jeff Johns came along in the New 52 that they had the, the, he added the whole backstory of like they killed each other's fathers and that's why they hate each other so much. Oh. You know, like, uh-huh. uh, like, um, uh, um, what was it? Um, Wait, Black Ocean Ma- Master? No, you- Black Manta. I'm sorry, Black Manta. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay. Did you say Ocean Master? Yeah. Yeah, no, Ocean Master, right. Black Manta killed. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say. Aqua Baby. Ocean Master didn't really kill anybody. Okay. He was just sort of, he's always just sort of like, he's kind of a, a joke, kind of used to be a bit of a joke.
1: Aqua Baby. That's what
0: they called him. That Did was back really? when everybody had to have a name. Yeah. So you, So when they would have a story that took place when <laughs> Wonder Woman was a girl, it would be Wonder Girl. When she When had a story where she was younger than that, it would be Wonder Tot.
1: And, oh and her mother no. was called Wonder Queen. That's so Because funny. everybody had to have like the family <laughs> name, right? So you had
0: Superman, and then you had Super Boy, and then you had the occasional story that was about Super Baby. He was in like these little jammies, oh red and blue jammies God. and wreaking havoc around the Kent house. Dude,
1: oh my gosh, that's hilarious. All right, <laughs>
0: number two, Donna Troy. Yeah. This one we've actually talked about before. Did Was Donna Troy killed by Red Lanterns, by Cersei, by a Superman robot, or by her future self?
1: Oh, she was killed by her future self.
0: No, I thought that would be too enticing because you read a story where she yeah. fought her future self. No, she was killed by a Superman robot that went out of control. Okay, no. She was shot through the heart. And you're to blame. No. She was shot through the heart by the Superman robot's heat vision.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: It's true. That's terrible. Also killed uh, Lilith. The Superman robots also killed Lilith, but nobody Who's cared. Who's Lilith? Omen. You know, the red haired girl Omen. with the green cloak that oh, was in the recent Titans sure. comics. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really cared about that either. That's, that's kind of a shame. <laughs> She's yeah. kind of a f- pretty forgettable character. Aww. All right. Hawk. How did Hawk die in the comics? Did he die in a plane crash, a car crash, a boating accident? <sighs> I believe it was a booking accident <laughs> or a skydiving accident.
1: Um, I'm just gonna say skydiving.
0: No, it was a plane crash. Ugh. And you don't want me to get into the details surrounding it. I really
1: don't. I because don't. he
0: was no, he was I don't
1: sent I don't through care. time. What
0: he'd become an e- he'd become an evil time manipulating supervillain. What? And so he was inserted back in time in the place of Adam Smasher's grandmother oh. on a plane, so that he would crash and die, and that was how the Justice Society defeated him because he'd become All evil. Right. It's true. (laughs) Okay. Comics, everybody. All right. Lagoon Boy. Okay. How did Lagoon Boy die? Was he killed by a Black Lantern? Was he killed by a Superboy robot? Was he erased in the crisis? Or did he die in the Sanctuary tragedy?
1: I mean, I remember he died in the Sanctuary tragedy because he had the whole shot with a harpoon recovery arc and then he got shot again and he died. So, I'm just going to
0: say that. That's correct.
1: Oh, awesome. You Great. thought
0: maybe he might have died multiple times? Yeah. It's entirely possible. Some of these characters have died multiple times, but no, that was the only time he died because nobody really cared to.
1: Poor Lagoon. Nobody Boy. really
0: used him. He was introduced by Eric Larson, I think. Was it Eric Larson? Hey, maybe. I got one out Eric of Eric Larson wrote Aquaman for about a year, believe it or not. I think he might have introduced Lagoon Boy, although it might have been Peter David who was immediately before him. Um, and then nobody really used him for a while until Judd Winnick used him in one issue of a Titan spin-off series where he introduced a new a branch Titans team that immediately got decimated in their first issue and he was one of those characters and that's that's what he was traumatized by the reason why he went to sanctuaries because that whole team got wiped out and I guess he survived hmm. although that was unclear at the time and then he only went there just to actually die in another mass murder of superheroes to, so that's not that not news. the most no. not the most uh charmed life
1: poor lagoon boy
0: All right although he did get to Date Miss Martian for like six months in the cartoon, right?
1: Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember that. All right, Angel Fish, and
0: then completely disappeared from the show for season three. Pretty he much. was in one, he was in the background of like one episode when they went to Atlantis.
1: Womp 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 womp.
0: All right, poor guy. So shows, yeah. So we haven't caught up on Star Wars Resistance yet. So, oh, so you know, belated apologies. So no show last week because I was traveling for work. So we're only just now. Catching Catching up on shows. So we haven't caught up on Star Wars Resistance yet, but we do have new episodes of Batwoman, Supergirl, Flash, Black Lightning, Arrow's back, so we have two episodes of Arrow, and then we have episodes of Titans. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, the most recent episode of Batwoman we watched was the third episode. This is the one that ends with her actually assuming the full costume at the end and yeah. sort of embracing her role as a hero within within Gotham. Um I thought that was a good episode. I thought they built she up fought to Hush. that. I thought they built up to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's kind, kind of. of a job he's kind of a jobber in 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 some continuities and yeah, as and as, this as, one. as it was here. I feel like there's some writers who think that he's the coolest guy ever and really build him up, Yeah. and then there's other writers that think that he's just like this a joke. Bruce Wayne wannabe and kind yeah. of treat him as a one-off joke villain. I feel like this is kind of the latter, but that's fine. Not every he, he's he's kind of taken it, take it or leave it. As far as it can. he had like one really cool arc, which was Hush. Yeah. Um, and even then, I feel like a lot of the reason why people think is cool, that arc is cool, even though Jeff Loeb did a good job writing it, it was just because it was Jim Lee drawing DC Comics for the first time back before he, you know, started running the company. <laughs> so there's 12 issues of Jim Lee art on Batman where he got to draw uh. every cool villain you could imagine. Um, so yeah. I think that's part of the reason why people love that, that arc as much. Um, yeah, so he wasn't, he wasn't super interesting. Um, I have a suspicion that there's going to be more going on with the bartender that she's flirting with.
1: Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think
0: I, I think I know where that going, but that's going, but I could be wrong. Um what was her
1: name again? Just so we refresh with her. Uh,
0: I don't remember. Was
1: there something like Emily or Emerson or something remember. like that? I think it was um I don't remember.
0: But it was cool to see Oh Regan. There you go. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um <laughs> But it was it Yay, was brain. it was cool to see with her sort of wrestling with the notion that Bruce wouldn't be coming back, right? Because right. I think she she kind of realized that but having like Tommy there mm-hmm. saying, you know, just assuming that he was back because yeah. there's a bat out there in Gotham now, sort of forced her to confront the fact that she's kind of all there is and Lucas kind of pushing her to Luke's yeah. kind of had an interesting arc. I, I want I want him to get more screen time too, because he's he sort too. of been in the background a little bit, but it seems like he's had like this little arc going on in the background where at first he obviously didn't want her to use the suit. Right. But now he's now that she's got it, now that he sees the reaction that Gotham is having, he's kind of pushing her to embrace mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it was a good episode. The Alice the Alice stuff had some interesting forward movement um it seems like jacob is maybe starting Uh to suspect more that it's bad yeah he's in the denial there's more and more evidence but but you know it's not to the point where you feel like he's being an idiot he's he's being sort of willfully stubborn but there is as as his wife pointed out there are rational explanations for how she could know these things about him that aren't Mm-hmm. Just that she is dead. And even
1: Beth uh sorry, Alice toys with um toys with exactly that. She says, Or oh, did I read it in the trades or whatever it is? Like
0: Yeah, because her You do her goal her goal isn't right. to make him realize who she is. If she wanted to do that, she would just send him a sample of her blood or whatever. Right. Her goal is to torture him, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. she's making it as, as she's twisting it as much as she can. Yep. Yeah. It was a good episode. Yeah. Um so I'm interested to see where they go from here now that she's, you know, established mm-hmm. as a superhero and and they didn't even do the thing that I thought they might do which is like she's wearing the costume but now they might do a couple more episodes before Gotham realizes that it's a different person you know because she mm. sticks to the shadows or whatever yeah. but no she was like I don't know why she was up there or how she got up there <laughs> but she was standing on top of a really tall spire and yeah. there's there like a news chopper going around and, and we hear Rachel Maddow saying mm-hmm. oh there's a sexy new bat in town yeah, or whatever yeah. so so the secret's out I guess and, and so we'll see how everybody... So it'll be interesting to see. I wonder how much they'll deal with that because will, will Gotham be happy now they know it's not Batman? It could just be like... Because they don't have no idea that it is basically the next best thing, that it's his heir apparent, an actual relative of his working with his technology yeah. and with the tacit approval of people that actually worked with Batman. Mm-hmm. They might just think it's some poser right. or copycat. I think they might right, do, who, yeah. They don't even know what their intentions are, right? right? If it's some copycat, it could be someone who's actually trying to do something evil ultimately. Yep. So. I wonder how much they'll, they'll deal with that or whether everybody will just be like, yay, there's a new bat in town. You know, we'll <laughs> see. Um,
1: the bats are back in town. So Sorry. Supergirl, <laughs> this one was
0: called Blurred Lines. So we get some interesting revelations here about uh, Malefic and mm-hmm. Jean. And, yeah. and so we think that it, originally it was his father that, that had wiped oh. the knowledge of Malefic from the Martian... Collective. Know, collective, hive yep. mind, whatever you want to call it. but in, I, So I, I'm like, no, it doesn't seem... Because the camera moved over to Jean, and Jean's eyes were glowing red. I'm like, oh, they're, they're going to say that he did it. But then they're like, oh, no, it was my father. My father did it. And I'm like, oh, I guess... Cause the way it was right, originally yeah. staged made me think that they were going to... Oh, Jean wiped it, which would make sense. But then... They tried right. to make us think that it was his father, but I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess I was wrong. But it turned out I was right. Like the staging did make sense because right. it was foreshadowing what we ultimately learned later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a cool reveal. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they didn't have. I guess maybe Phil Lamar is, is too old. But I wonder when we see um, when we see Malefic in quote unquote human form. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not Phil. Lamar, he's not played by Phil Lamar, who does his voice. It's some um, you know twenty. 25 year old actor or something like that I guess because he's supposed to be Jean's younger brother and so maybe they thought it would be weird or confusing if he was 10 years older than David Harewood in those scenes because it was supposed to be when they were younger also Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure that would make a lot but it is weird that he suddenly sounds different Yeah. because it's David Harewood's voice and it's Carl Lumbly's voice even though it's in the past because it's them in physical form Mm -hmm. but Malefic sounds completely different than he does in the present I don't know it's 300 years later so maybe he just changed his voice yeah um and the lena stuff is interesting with the you know what she's doing mm-hmm. with eve we haven't gotten any more stuff on leviathan yet part of me starting to wonder what's the name of the the jerk the british jerk guy that car is being forced to work with now
1: william uh something
0: taft blake what is it
1: <laughs> um, um i almost said crawley D- or something Davis? something yeah, something British, something I don't like
0: know. that. Part of me wonders if maybe because he's clearly got some sort of—I mean, maybe oh, the yeah. secret is just he works in a soup kitchen. Maybe his secret is he's not as much of a jerk as he seems. Right? I think that'll
1: that'll come to light as well. Part of me
0: wonders, like, oh, is he secretly Leviathan? Like, I think there's got to be somebody because we know Leviathan is is in the wings, right? Because we know they were pulling yep uh, mm-hmm, pulling some test. strings. That's yeah. not a character's name, Eve. We know she was. They were pulling Eve strings. So I really think that there, we're going to we're building towards a reveal where somebody we've been following this season, is secretly Leviathan. I don't know whether it's going to be that guy, whether it's going to be Kelly. You know, like, they're really the only characters that would be believable because they're the only new characters, right?
1: Mm, yeah. I
0: think, I mean, that would be kind of a cool huh. reveal. I mean, they, it's not like they need that for her character because she's she's kind of got her own niche in the show now. Right. As Not just as a love interest, but in working with the Obsidian technology and doing the memory
1: yeah, yeah. healing
0: thing. And now, um,
1: now now she also has that power where she can actually see. Yeah. She has the time. Because to, reasons. I'm because reasons. Sure no, 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 no. The omega waves um, blasted them. Yeah. Oh, well, of I course, the them. omega waves. Like, I, mean, I must have forgotten
0: about the omega waves. I think How silly did. of you. I think you did. Yeah. That's all like, okay, that's fine. Are I mean, they that, called
1: omega waves? Did I get that right?
0: I think that's which, what they call which them. Greek letter it, it really do they doesn't pick? matter what they call them. I, don't I mean, because other things are actual things, right? Alpha waves, beta waves, gamma waves. Those are things, right? Um, well,
1: everything's on a spectrum. I'm sure that. Well, I know, but those are actual there things. Are things. Like that in we terms, haven't in terms perceived of yet. The,
0: in terms of the human brain, you know, when you when you move from like alpha and beta waves into delta waves, that's when you're moving into certain phases of sleep. They're the, oh. the rhythmic oscillations of the action potential firing in the brain. You can monitor that with EEGs, and they'll tell you something about the the, the consciousness state of the person that you're monitoring. That so, is dope. It, but they're not like. They're not like woo boo boo, like the little circles coming out of Aquaman's head when he controls. (laughs) They're not that kind of waves. They're not like gamma rays. They're they're just you know. They're terms that we apply because of their frequent, the frequency of their oscillations to the firing of the neurons in the brain. But in this case, so I guess they're like, well, omega I waves. I bow
1: to your nerddom. This oh, is amazing. So
0: omega waves are on the same, you know, they're part of the Greek yeah, alphabet. So sure. we'll just say, oh, omega waves are like a different kind of brain waves. And I guess in this case, they can like shoot out and change people's It's also a very
1: or, cool letter of the alphabet because everybody knows that omega yeah. beams from, yeah, dark side. You wouldn't be as fascinated if they were called like epsilon waves.
0: Kappa waves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> kappa waves <laughs> that sounds like a fraternity shake uh, secret handshake
0: kappa waves so so flash these past couple of episodes have been interesting so the villains have been you know a little forgettable the past couple of episodes mm-hmm. that, that's fine because clearly we're, 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 we're setting focusing up on the ramsey w- rosso yeah i got it you got it in one right the uh, the bl- it, blood work Ramsey Rosso is is the character oh yeah right? yeah okay. okay clearly they're they're you know they're building him up and so yeah, the yeah. villains so we're supposed to be like you know focusing on him and so the, yeah. the incidental villains are a little bit more forgettable although the, the they took the girl from the second episode and now made her Iris's like intern right so they're yeah they're continuing that's on nice with her she too, was never yeah. really a bad guy back her no. sister was although the thing where they no were,
1: that was her cousin cousin whatever yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um where they where they had like a photo of like the the men in black coming in and like Stealing her cousin away or doing whatever they were doing, yeah, had a little spiral symbol on their oh, the jacket. Nine so like, oh, or they something? are they, no spi- like, literally spiral, S P Y R I L. The the Tom King, right? Dick Grayson spy organization. That, uh, yeah,
1: you mentioned something like that, and I was like, with great what? tiger and huntress, and
0: yeah, they're from, from Grayson, from Tom King's Grayson. So, are they doing yeah. Leviathan over in Supergirl and spiral in uh, I feel like we're. I feel like we need a, like an, a, a leviathan event, like in the comics. We've got too many acronym-based organizations. We got Argus and Arrow, <laughs> right? right? E. We got Star Labs and Flash. We've got DEO and Supergirl, yeah. and now we're getting Leviathan and Spiral. Well, at least I mean, have, Supergirl's defense. Did we have checkmate yet on any of these shows? Nah, yeah, we acronym. had
1: Hive though. Did did you mention Hive, Hive
0: this week? And we had, we did. You're right. They did We've have seen Hive. Hive. They did have Hive. Yeah. um uh, They oh no. They mentioned Hive on Titans, didn't they? But did they mention Hive this week? i think Titans? they
1: mm, i can't remember didn't they
0: say that slade wilson was like a member of the hive
1: yes you're right yeah yeah, yeah. special you forces
0: group or something they, they repurposed the name to mean something else right but they name dropped hive
1: but they they had it on arrow before for like yes a season.
0: yeah there was because so, his brother was working for hive right, right. diggle's brother diggle's brother was working yeah. for hive yeah. yeah um yeah man that seems like a million years ago. <laughs> um but yeah. It was so, the same
1: Damien Dark season. Anyway. So,
0: so yeah. So, so the, I, I'm enjoying his character more. Like the first episode seemed like they turned him into a villain like at the end. Like, oh, he's already got crazy supervillain powers and he's stealing dark matter and doing evil things. But mm-hmm. I feel like I like the scene between him and Barry. The idea like they're both kind of dead men walking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great scene. To kind of develop a bit of a, an interesting rapport, even in an adversarial right. way. Right, they that may was, not
1: even trust each other fully, but they yeah, understand each a, other a little. bit That was bit a better. good scene, and so I guess yeah. he
0: can he can like control this blood matter, but also use it to create zombies who can power themselves up with more dark matter. Right, weird. Um, and he thinks if he injects himself with their weird blood stuff, it'll cure his disease. No,
1: well, okay, let me frame that better because. You can't say he thinks because that makes him sound like well, a madman. It, mad it, <laughs> it but, 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 does sound but, 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 a little but, but, crazy. But, but. Hold I know. If on. Hold I turn on.
0: people into no, zombies with my weird blood power and then inject their blood into don't myself, in... it cure my cancer.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds crazy when you put it that way, but don't invalidate the fact that this is a qualified scientist for yes. his character. This is so... the Socratic
0: method in work, at, at work.
1: Ha 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 ha. No, but I mean, he's called like He's a hematologist. He's like the top person in his field or whatever it well, is. Well, everybody
0: on all these shows are the top I people in their know, field. Everybody I on all know. these shows is a genius. So I
1: know, but it does lend a little more credence to the fact that he... Thinks that you know, uh, pure cells, a sample of pure cells will actually
0: pure cells. Ca- I don't know,
1: catalyze you with whatever he's cells. got you going don't on. You no. well he can't, right? Because he his blood is has the genetic marker for the disease that he's trying to fight. So it stands to reason that he would need some form of transfusion or something. I That's don't not know.
0: how it works. You can't inject I yourself know. with the cell with a. With tissue from a healthy person And it automatically fixes your genes I don't know It's
1: comic book science I'm no, just saying <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just saying
0: It's even more ridiculous Than the science That's usually on these shows But that's It's fine It's all in service Of like his character It doesn't really matter What he's what he's doing
1: Right But I mean blood. I'm, I'm kind of I don't know in, in in the layman science Comic bookiness of it I agree with the formula That you it's know It's a
0: continuum Of ridiculous right. Comic book science and Yeah. to me This is a, this a little too, On the far end It's on the a me- you're It's on the Omega that's waves why. end of things <laughs> Less so than Not some
1: epsilon No No <laughs> What about Kai waves?
0: But it's it's also interesting how, I mean, they kind of, he told everybody at the end, but it was interesting to see Barry think um, grooming, I guess not grooming, but like trying oh, to prepare yeah. the other members mm-hmm. of Team Flash for the that fact that really he's good. not going to be there You know anymore. what
1: I really appreciated? I appreciated the turn in the arc when they really just looked at each other and they're like, these are our friends. Yeah, I'm they glad they didn't drag know. that out. For, I think, yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I, thank I think goodness. That they're
0: being helped by the fact that they've got a line of demarcation at the sort of the halfway point of the season and they even said the season will have like two volumes mm. there's a the lead up to the crisis where bloodwork is the villain and then there's the fallout from the crisis which is going to be the second half of the season. And so I think they're and I I think bloodwork is going to be confined parent, to the yeah. first half of the season. yeah I don't think he's going to be a season long villain. No. So I think they're helped by the fact that they don't have one story that they're trying to stretch out like the Cicada arc or whatever for
1: forever 23 episodes
0: i think that they're moving a little faster because they've got a complete story they want to tell before december and then a complete story they want to tell after that right so i think that i think that that helps but i mean so so the next episode i think is going to deal with barry helping cisco through this trying to groom him as like the new the new leader of the team basically because he's all he's got basically seniority i mean he and caitlin he has
1: seniority but
0: but he's had powers for longer even though he doesn't have them anymore and he's no Killer Frost has been with her since forever. Right, so we later learned, but Vibe was a thing on the show before Killer Frost was. If you recall, Vibe had Vibe got he, Cisco got his Vibe powers part way through season two, whereas Caitlin didn't manifest any Killer Frost powers until after the uh, Flashpoint. Okay, that was right. like that was something that was changed with the reality. That. She yeah. wasn't a metahuman yeah, yeah, before Flashpoint, right, right. and then she suddenly was afterwards. Oh, yeah, although right. she she discovered later that she had been all along, but again, I think that was like was because triggered. of Flashpoint. Much like Cisco's brother was alive then dead because of Yeesh. Flashpoint, you yeah. know, yeah. or um, Pied Piper was evil and then he was good after Flashpoint. I think Caitlin oh, wasn't yeah. a metahuman and never had been before Flashpoint, but was after. I think that that's what they were hinting trying to say. But regardless, um, Black Lightning. So he's yeah. got a cool new suit. Yeah,
1: which attaches to his watch.
0: It's uh, it's it comes in- out of his watch. I so should say. right, so Kara's got the glasses. Yep. And then uh, and Jefferson's got the watch. I now. like it. And I don't ba- care. Bring got, it and on. And Barry's got the ring. Yeah. Is Oliver the only one without like a, a, a jewelry super, inspired, a, yeah, yeah. Easy way of suiting He still
1: up? has to take it off the mannequin every time.
0: Um, <laughs> suit up. Yeah, it's okay, interesting give to see. It's interesting to watch <laughs> Creepy Bill Duke manipulate Jefferson and Lynn and now um, Jennifer a little bit to like. Yeah. Because like, he sent Jefferson in for like one part of a mission, right. didn't tell him the whole story, and they sent Jennifer in to like do cleanups. Clean Although she looked like she saw her father leaving and she kind of caught She into, thought
1: it was a was rocket. Her. No, what? she thought Did it was a though? rocket. Yeah, there was a she's look like, on oh, her face. Like and
0: was, oh, is that what that was? Yeah, I thought that was her talking under her breath about creepy Bill Duke, saying, "Oh, is that how it is? You sent me, you send your father in to do the hard work, and then you just sent me in to blow it up." See
1: now, you you're you gave a very valid interpretation, and now I think you're right, I I think don't you're right know. because
0: the blurbs for future episodes makes it sound like he continues to try to get her to work with him right. successfully. Yeah. So I don't if the, if it had been that because she
1: had no trouble blowing it up. When she thought that she was threatened by like an, a a rocket that missed. yeah the,
0: yours makes you know? more sense because otherwise that would this seem would seem out of character to her for to go to immediately blowing it up unless right. she thought she was you know under fire um, and yeah. she's
1: hot headed enough to not really look at the situation more closely yeah. so she thinks okay a rocket is it by me and they yeah just but I don't think she me. would risk go for killing
0: it. people down there on the ground even if they were quote unquote bad guys unless she thought she was under imminent threat herself so I think yours exactly. th- makes more sense yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Um,
0: and, uh, and, um, blanking on his name, Painkiller. Oh, Jordan, um, that's the actor's name.
1: Obama. Khalil. Khalil, yeah.
0: Khalil is back and, and he's mm-hmm. like a, he's like Neo from The Matrix Right, now.
1: that's what I was <laughs> saying. Like, I know how to do this. But he's like an evil Neo because he has no compulsion, no compunction. Nevil.
0: Ne-, <laughs> ne, hmm. Neville. Um, there were there I'm were thinking. scenes of him doing all those crazy um, yeah. different, martial, different martial, martial arts. That, that looked Beautiful. like it was really the actor doing I it. I really
1: too. think it was. Yeah, so I he really must have a background it, in martial arts. Yeah, I think so. I because mean, those kicks, like you can't do that unless you've got years of training cer- and flexibility. He's, he's like, that's ripped, no. like he was doing the, the <laughs>
0: like the stuff with the bar yeah. and everything. But yeah. I think that was him doing the martial arts moves too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that creepy. I and mean, he kills his own mother. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Part of me, part of me is like. Part of me is like, how much can you string this character out? Because first yeah, he got, I know. It, it, it's I know. starting to get a little much. Whereas, like, every but time the we, actor has every, a lot of range. Every time you we, <laughs> but it's like, every, how many times have we thought he was dead or paralyzed or whatever, and then they I find know. some way of writing him back into I the know. show? It's been two or three times now. I kind of thought that, like, it's
1: only been two, kind of.
0: But when, two. but when he, but when we thought he died last season, and they had the funeral and everything. I, I felt, yeah. I felt like that was a like, good
1: closure even for that arc. it
0: felt like they'd really they'd stretched his arc a little bit but that seemed like a good ending to it at least yeah. now they brought him back again so i hope that they do have stuff to do with him but yeah. unlike tobias whale well, where it feels like he's like the lex Luthor of the show he does he, he can be more than a one season he's villain, still got to
1: meet lightning though because she's still i mean she's very she has opportunities like one demonstration in this le- recent episode was how she basically had the opportunity to you know move on from her uh lost relationship and actually uh, had a decent oh, guy. You're talking who, about. Um, yeah, the Khalil guy who took still a, has
0: to meet Lightning. Correct. Okay, I thought you were saying Tobias Whale still needs to meet Lightning because that's who I.
1: No, oh I yeah, moved no, to I was. The. He yeah, met her sorry, briefly was, at the end of last
0: season when they, yeah, they took him down.
1: Exactly. Um yeah,
0: clearly that's what they're building to.
1: Yeah, but it's interesting because it, it will be interesting too because I I don't really know what it's what's going to happen. I can't really make any assumptions. I feel like you can kind of so. write
0: those scenes in your head and it could go in a very I predictable know. melodramatic way, but hopefully or they do or something. not. Yeah. I thought you were dead. I need to I need to save you and redeem you and he's like, "No, I don't remember who you are." But then it's like, "Oh, but maybe I do kind of remember who you yeah, are. You maybe there's a glimmer familiar. of hope within mm. me and and yeah, 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 he begins yeah. to doubt himself and creepy Bill Duke is like, "No, you doubt yourself. I need to brainwash you even harder." And you. Know yeah, what I mean. yeah. So, but hopefully they don't go that way. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm actually still waiting for. I know this is really ridiculous, but I'm kind of holding out hope that the kid that resurrected you remember the one, the truth telling oh, kid, yeah, whatever his truth name boy. is, yeah, the truth boy, yeah, truth boy. No,
0: he's gone. we seen the last of him.
1: I really feel sad about that though, because he came back from the dead once, so I was kind of hoping he would do it again.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't um, know. It so, would
1: be great if he did. Maybe they're just holding out for the latter part of the season. I, I don't think. <gasps> what if Lynn squirrelled him away?
0: I really don't think what? you're supposed to be that invested in uh, the fate of that one particular. But he was so good. Two or three episode character.
1: I know, but he was so good. No, hey, hang on now, because he's two or three episodes in this season, but then he was also in last season. He was too. two
0: episodes in this season and then one in la- one in last season. Oh, so like I a don't couple think, episodes. Uh, I don't know. I really liked his
1: character. character. Whatever. I liked his character.
0: So so well. I guess normally we talk about Titan last but let's let's save arrow for last since it's the new season so so titans we had two episodes so we had bruce wayne and then jericho Mm -hmm. so these are these are sort of like there's one episode that takes place in the present where we deal with the fallout of of connor saving jason and their encounter with deathstroke and everything that's happening there and dick is keeping secrets and they've got to figure out a way to save connor and starfire and raven help with that and then jason's got his own weird thing going on he has an encounter with rose yep
1: yeah, 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 that was oh, cool. I didn't expect so to see her again. was good. Right Me too. I thought she was dead.
0: <laughs> and the Jason's got his whole thing going on and he has this little encounter with Rose and then Rose realizes that her brother was there at one point and then Jason goes up to the roof to like commit suicide yeah. and Dick has to go up there and talk him down and he and Dick has been going through his own thing in the episode right. where He's basically seeing Bruce seeing everywhere. See Bruce, the
1: voice of reason, the voice of his conscience, the voice of
0: uh, Yeah. the acting com- very the- un Bruce Wayne like at the beginning. Like doing
1: <laughs> doing see. things and saying things
0: that Bruce Wayne would know. Well, he you know. he was even like a, he was a, like way more flippant oh, than, yeah. than Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Even this like lighter, warmer, cuddlier Bruce Wayne that we've seen in a couple of episodes already, I don't think he'd be quite this this flippant. Um but it was cool to see the act, you know, the actor had a little bit of fun. It was interesting to see like it's a little over the top, not 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 the Bruce Wayne aspect, but the fact that Dick Grayson, who's a very, like, well, like, he's, he's, this, this version of Dick Grayson is more damaged than most, but the idea that he would, like, have practically a psychotic break Mm. seems just because this, you know, a kid died five years ago. Yeah. Partially his fault, mostly not. I mean... He, you know, is he? Does he responsible for it? Arguably, would he feel responsible for it? Certainly, that is in his character. Mm-hmm. Then bad stuff is happening in the present. Yes, you know, Jason got beat up. Things are going badly. Deathstroke is back. But would he have like a psychotic break and start seeing people that aren't there and talking to them? Like, I don't know. That seems like it was an interesting as like a, as as a conceit for the episode, yeah. as a way of like externalizing his his. I pain think that's all it was.
1: But, I don't think that it was a taken, legitimate. Taken,
0: like, but taken literally, like. That's like, that's a serious thing when that happens to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's not the kind of thing you just get like he over. Was,
1: yeah, because he was legit, like having a separate conversation out loud whilst other people were yeah, in the like room he legit living. had
0: a psychotic break like that's yeah. that's serious business mm-hmm. to me that's a little much for for that character but as a one as a one episode thing to but I mean it is a thing that we see like how many times that happened yeah. to Oliver on Arrow right there was yeah. a thing just last season where we saw Tommy for a whole episode right, right? Mm-hmm. and we're not supposed to think that he's he's having some psychotic break but he no. was like he was like drifting in and out of consciousness too there was like yeah. kind of like a waking dream whereas yeah, yeah. here he's perfectly lucid and out in the world he's just right so I don't know. Much, in there but anyway too. and then the second episode called jericho we flash back to five years ago in the aftermath of garth's death um it does this was a this was really i think i enjoyed it's the second one episode, better so yeah. the, the actor that playing jericho killed it nobody oh, intended <laughs> um that, He's so good. That whole thing was really interesting. Oh, Watching I know. Slade and Dick on like this collision course, both sort of vying for Jericho's loyalty. Right. Neither really being completely right nor completely wrong. There were a lot it's of true. really good good scenes. I like um, Slade's wife. The scene where they were sitting together on the park bench. Yeah, that was. And great. you think she's going to be like she's like this going to be this pure mother figure who doesn't want anything. To, but she's like, no, you go get our son back. I don't mm-hmm. care what you have to do. Right. Implicit mm-hmm. in that is like. You, and
1: then leave us you alone. You kill those
0: titans if you have to, but make sure you bring your son back to me, mm-hmm. right? And that's the way she is in the com- you've read a little bit of her in the Deathstroke yeah. one too. Like she was in the military just like him. She mm-hmm. was his his commanding officer in the comics anyway. The same doesn't seem to be the case here, but what I'm saying. We never not ever know. She might that, have gotten discharged. The idea that and she's like super on. morally compromised mm-hmm. too. She's almost more screwed up than he is. Like he at least has this code that he lives by most of the time. This sort of like Um, warrior's code, mercenary's code. I mean,
1: in the comics, yeah, in the comics, she's far more a shady character. But here in this, like, she's like an Amanda Waller type in the
0: comics. Like, she's really deceitful and two faced, whereas he at least is sort of straight, straight ahead. And like, what he he says, what he's going to do, he doesn't lie about it, he's straightforward about his motives and his the way he operates where she's like keeping secrets and like maneuvering people like chess pieces but again that's
1: in the comics here it's clear that she knows more than she's letting on but it's also super clear that she's tried to sever her son away from all of that and she's worked really hard to scrape out some peace and quiet for them and so she's pissed she's capable but she is I don't know. More honorable in this. I know. I'm, not, I'm not saying she's like a direct translation
0: comics. of the comics. I'm just That's, saying that I like. I just wanted the, to highlight. I like that they kept I the like fact it. that she's not like this pure soul. Right. Yeah, she's
1: not an ignorant sort of passive she's, party. She's
0: got you know. She has blood some, on her hands too. Yep. You know, either directly or indirectly. We mm-hmm. don't know her whole history, but um, so that was a cool scene. The um, I was surprised they waited. They waited till like later than I thought they would. I'm like, oh, like he's just going to be some kid, right? They're not going to do the yeah. whole contact. Yeah you know, soul transfer I knew thing. they and would. They did I felt it. 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 i I, I, so I kind of don't feel like you even really... Needed. It was cool, but it was cool. the whole rest of the episode would have played out exactly the same if no, he was just have, some kid.
1: Nope, 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 nope. That's why it was a motivating factor for them to retain the ties that they were about to sever with him, because it would, if not for the incident, they would have had where, no excuse to exactly. keep him around the tower. They
0: would have just said sorry. Dick would have our dad. never.
1: Dick would have. Dick would have done exactly what he set out to do when he walked into the record shop. But he noticed that That's he transferred true. his consciousness, and he's like, "Wait a minute, this kid is not just any ordinary messed up kid that we need to sever ties with." Yeah. Yeah. This kid is somebody that we could help because he has a meta ability, and that is something you we would can have help had. You
0: would have had with. to write it a little differently, but they could have. They could but If, they, if y- they didn't want to do the powers, they could have done a thing where instead of Dick realizing that they should take him in because he also has powers, they could have done a thing where they realize that they've they've done him wrong, and now. Now, he, they are on Slade's radar, obviously, and they want to keep this kid safe from his father. So they take him in, they basically adopt him, and they...
1: But that's what they were going to do. Yeah, but... He, I mean, that entire scene where they were looking at the costumes and literally, like, laying all their cards I out know. on the table and trying to recruit him honestly and earnestly, like, but that. They, that that's I'm exactly saying if they, wanted, if they
0: didn't want to do the powers thing, they could mm. have just had them decide to keep him with oh, the yeah. tower to protect him from his father. He wouldn't yes. have needed to have powers for that, for that part. But yeah. you're right. It, in this, in the way, as written, it was their motivation for keeping him around. But they could have had they could have had a mo- his motive their motivation simply being to keep him away from his father because his father is yeah. Evil.
1: But he was already doing a good job of that. I mean, all the campfire discussions and stuff he had never he hadn't had yeah, contact with him in years. He was already off the grid. Yeah,
0: the grid before. That's true. Um, yeah, I was just surprised they went there because mm, I don't know. Like, I'm glad they did. They do, it was do great. They do do crazy <laughs> stuff on this show, but some, but it does feel so grounded normally that mm-hmm. when they're like oh by the way this guy can transfer his soul into another person's body it's like you know what I mean Yeah. Like the show is just plays as so grounded especially in this episode there wasn't like a lot of crazy demonstrations of superpowers like the previous episode there was Yeah. you know with Starfire reigniting you know yeah, saving, saving Superboy and yeah. everything. this episode great, all played very grounded way. that was very nice not, not really too many costumes or crazy superpowers going on and then like oh here's this kid that can you know plus we've seen him in two or three episodes now and there was no indication that he could do that so I thought they were keeping the whole He's Deathstroke's son. He's, you know, he's mute because he got his throat slipped because Slade is a jerk and everything. And I didn't think they were going to do the whole the whole powers thing, but they did. Um, what do you think of the revelation that, um, was it Juliet, uh, Donna's like uh, oh, Amazon yes. mm-hmm. handler slash museum yeah. curator, yeah. was actually Slade's target?
1: I kind of saw that coming.
0: Yeah, that surprised me because...
1: As you pointed out last episode... Yeah,
0: I mean, I'd have to... Now I kind of want to rewatch the earlier scenes because then when he's sitting with Wintergreen there and Wintergreen's like, the job isn't done. You got to finish the job. We're like, oh, we're supposed to think of... This. Oh, it's because there's, the, the tit- the there's Titans, titans yeah. that are still alive. Nope. But I guess it... Yeah, that makes sense. But then... what? So he took one shot. Garth stepped in the way. Yep. Right? Yep. Intentionally, presumably. And then he took another shot.
1: Which... Uh, who was Julia. he shooting
0: at the second time though? Was he still shooting at Juliet or was he shooting at Donna now? Because Donna had inserted herself into the. Well, scenario. I think
1: Donna was in the in the way this time. Because
0: Juliet took out the second bullet with a right. little shuriken exactly. thing, yeah. But I forget who it was aimed at. I don't know. It just it
1: didn't specify. That's the point.
0: Yeah, I just we even had a discussion. I remember when we watched that episode, like, oh, you know, he shot Garth and then he took another shot at Donna because he doesn't he doesn't miss, right? Like. The idea that he could have taken a shot at this person and Garth, who does who doesn't really have super speed per se. I mean, he's faster and stronger than a regular person because he's an Atlantean, right? But he's not the Flash. He's not. He, he right. He couldn't be capable in of front a scene, of seeing. bullet. Bo- yeah. like yeah. So if if he hit Garth dead center, it must have been because he was aiming at Garth. I didn't even consider the fact that that first shot that he might have been shooting. Once, I once think the that's first what shot goes, or, once the first shot goes awry and people start moving around and there's Amazons involved, which he presumably. Well, no, he would have known there were Amazons he involved. Known, he would have known who was first. He would have known what the I don't it know. Is, yeah. That 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 scene plays as as uncharacteristically sloppy for him in retrospect uh, it does, with this new it? information. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm well, not maybe he about was. That.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know. Whatever. He screwed and then up. he's
0: had like week. He's had. Well, I guess it hasn't been weeks, but he's had days at least since then. I guess he did ultimately get her, didn't he? Um, yeah. But then he also killed everybody around her. Like he's not normally that indiscriminate either. Like he's there to do a job. He, he if if you. This I mean, is a
1: different death stroke than the one in the comics. Let's just put it. That normally, way.
0: there's not a lot of collateral damage with him, you know? Because yeah. it's unnecessary work. You, you you paid me to kill one person, I'm not going to kill 15 people for the price of one, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if he has to kill you to get to his real target, he will. But the idea that he, like, slaughtered, like, 10 Amazons there.
1: Yeah, I think that was meant to be more of an intimidation Normally, the only tactic. time
0: he gets sloppy is when the Titans are involved because of what happens with his kids and how his feelings... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they maybe got, that's what In the was. comics, because they got Grant killed and they turned... Joe or Jericho as he's called here against him like he hates them so much that he will like go after them for for no money right and, and make mistakes because he's you know angry he'll do stuff like he'll seduce a 13 year old girl and yeah and, that's and messed send up. her yeah. to infiltrate like he wouldn't do that for any other job right but it's because he hates the Titans so much yeah um, but here he seems like sloppier than usual before he kind of has a reason to be which I'm not crazy but I think I think the actor is doing a great job I think he's got like cold detachment
1: can I just to ask you yeah and I agree with you he that's so good he does seem so a little good. more
0: human than yeah. the other versions when of he's
1: interacting with his son he cares more he's, about his family like yes. in the
0: comics in the comics he's got like he cares about he cares about his family in like a Rachel ghoul cares about Distant Talia kind, kind of way, of way yeah. In the sense that yeah, there's probably love there at the roots somewhere, but it's so twisted by like ambition, and he doesn't know how to express ambi- it. Yeah.
1: Whereas in this incarnation, he yeah, like really in he comics, gives his son a kiss on the yeah. cheek, like this. In, he, you remember recently, recently
0: like in the comics, the, the way he showed his ambition, the way he showed his his affection toward Rose was putting out a, a fake hit on her so that he would have reason <laughs> yeah, to, to hang around to her, hang to protect out her. her, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't just walk up to her and kiss her and say I love you like did to right to, i keep wanting to call him joe why do you think they they changed his birth name from joe to his code name of jericho in this show like in this show he's li- is literally like legal his name jericho legal. wilson
1: yeah why
0: didn't they just call him joe i don't know i think that's how the writers say that jericho is a cooler name than joe it is which cool <laughs> it is but it's also like less plausible as a as a given name
1: oh i don't know i'm not sure that's true i think there are some people named, named jericho yeah
0: Well, there's a wrestler for one, but I don't think that's his given name No, I
1: don't think that's his given name.
0: Sure, you've got... I don't know. You'd (laughs)
1: have to go south of the Bible Belt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You've got
0: Johnson, Rock T, (laughs) and you've got (laughs) Jericho. These are all their given names, right?
1: Absolutely. Oh, Triple H. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Right. This stands for like Henry Harrison... Mm
1: -hmm. Actually, no. (laughs)
0: Nanny or something.
1: Ha ha. uh, You may giggle, but actually Triple H, that's... It is a re- summary Yeah, his, his he does have three H's in his name. <laughs> um,
0: anyway, ask me how I. Yeah, know. but the, but these were good episodes.
1: Yeah, I. So agree, I'm interested 100%. to see where it goes from here. I here's mean, my question. Let yeah, me let me question? get my question now. Um, you said that the person playing Jericho, the actor playing Jericho, who again, fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic job. How did they? I mean, I thought he was I a deaf he was actor. Mute. Yeah, I thought mute. he was.
0: Yeah. Um. Is he? Deaf and or mute. Well, I I don't think he could be deaf from birth because he, I mean, not to be too impolitic about it, but he speaks, he spoke perfect English in this episode. If you're deaf from birth, usually you can tell in your... Right.
1: Yeah, but that's what I was questioning. There's going be a million
0: you. reasons why you would know fl- be fluent in sign language. But do you which, think even if they, they would deaf or mute that's yourself? You could have a sibling, and like the actor in real life. Now, yeah. I mean, he could have a sibling who is. Well, or... See, I'm
1: not, I'm 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 very curious about this now. I could look it maybe up. Maybe I, I I would like to look it up. You know, I'll report back because he's so good that I actually do want to learn more, more about was him and
0: everything. In real life,
1: I thought so too. I thought that when we were announcing the casting news, that they literally you told us that I they literally in, cast a deaf actor.
0: I thought that. Well, well. The thing, the thing that was, the thing that was noteworthy, if, if such a thing needs to be noteworthy about his casting, was that he is trans in real life. Oh, but I and so that might be why you remember thinking there was something unique about him in real life when he was cast. But I don't, okay. I don't remember saying at the time that he was deaf or mute. Oh, okay. Well, so he, I didn't remember that. It Seems to be neither from from what we saw in this know. episode. I mean, um, it could
1: also be just ADR. I'm not sure. No,
0: I don't. I really don't think so. I don't know. Because if you why why cast an actor if you know you're going to have him speak why would you cast an actor who, you know what I mean? If you could representation, find, I don't know. But if you could, but he's not. But like he's not a, a character who is the character is not deaf or mute from birth. So why would you you wouldn't need to cast an actor that is for any representation, it's right? True. He's he's you know what I mean. He suffered an injury. If you if you're playing, uh, he's mute, right? Like if you've got a character who who is able bodied and then. After a couple of seasons, it becomes paralyzed. You right. wouldn't cast a paralyzed actor from season one and then, like, use CG to make them walk around for two seasons because you know eventually they're going to get paralyzed and you want to have proper representation. No, you would cast an actor who can do both things right, right. well and not mm-hmm. just one who could do the one well and you've got to kind of fudge it to make them do the other. So I don't, I don't think it's any, anything to do with representation. Um, so Arrow... Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed these couple of episodes. So this is obviously a very different season. You know, Felicity's not around anymore, and the whole remit of the show seems to be like a, a world tour slash multiverse tour, greatest hits kind of thing. Like right. every episode is going to be visiting characters or locations from, from past seasons right. One, right. one last time. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like a victory lap. It's basically a victory lap of a season. So we, season... Um, episode one, we yeah. saw Earth Two again, and we got to see <laughs> Malcolm Merlin and yep. Tommy and Moira again. Yep. Um, then episode two, we went back to Hong Kong, and we got to see uh, Katana again and China White, and mm-hmm. you know Lila's there, but obviously Lila's going to be playing a bigger role too. Mm-hmm. Um, next episode, they're going back to Nanda Parbat, and spoiler, this is where we're gonna we're gonna see Thea again in the next episode. Um, Willa Holland is back for some episodes. Um, she went to Nanda
1: Parbat. That's right. She went
0: off with Roy, and then Roy came back. Having gone through some stuff, but didn't really talk much about right, where Thea was. Right, because he also last, went
1: through the Lazarus pit.
0: Right, last we knew, last we saw that right. the Thea, she had gone off with with Roy and Nyssa mm-hmm. to track down like the last Lazarus pit or something and destroy, it, or destroy she was them in or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so we're gonna catch up with her. We're gonna see Nanda Parbet again. Who knows? Maybe we'll get like a flashback. where we'll see Rachel Gould or whoever. knows. I mean, I think I think each episode is going because there's only like yeah, there's ten episodes. The,
1: it is the ten episodes, up, as you and said. one yeah. of
0: them is the backdoor pilot for the spinoff. So really, only nine episodes.
1: Who spinoff? What spinoff?
0: Green Arrow and the Canaries. Oh right. So there's really only nine regular episodes, and I so I feel like each one is going to be visiting. Uh, oh, and in season and episode one, we also got Adrian Chase again but as like a really nice guy. Yeah. (laughs) Still really creepy. A
1: creepy nice guy, but like a capable moral center. But he called
0: Laurel Pretty Bird, which you get points for, because they've got eight seasons on the show without a green arrow calling a black canary Pretty Bird, which is way too long. Yeah. Um,
1: Well done. Well done.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One thing that I saw people comment on, and this occurred to me also, if you recall way back when Earth 2 was introduced in season two of The Flash... And one, one of the ways that they had like little little things going on in the background around news reports to show us, well, wow, this really is a different Earth. Robert Queen was the one that was rescued from the island and came back to Star City to right. become a vigilante on Earth 2.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So that is not mentioned at all here. Now, it's not contradictory mm. mm-hmm. because it could just be he came back, he was a vigilante for a while, something happened to him. Mm-hmm. And now 10 years later, right. they think they found their Oliver, they bring him back and yep. all this other stuff happens. Yep. But no mention is made of that by Adrian... Or by Laurel, or by Moira, right. or by anybody. I know that Robert Queen came back <laughs> and was a vigilante for a while, and it was major news. That old chestnut. Robert Queen, outed as the Hood, was like a headline on Harry Wells'
1: TV yeah, yeah, yeah. or something mm-hmm. in those
0: Earth and the season two of the Flash. No mentions made of that. I guess they just didn't want to overcomplicate things. Like they wanted yeah. to tell this specific story here, where Adrian was was Green Arrow or the Hood, as he's called here again. Yep. And Laurel was the Black Canary of Earth two. Yep. Um, so we get the shock ending where Earth two is destroyed. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. You know, you get the classic antimatter wave. Here, it's kind of red. Yeah. In the comics, it was like this white wave that works better. In no, because it was
1: like it was it was, it was a white. little reddish. Yeah. It but had white elements like precursing it, and then it, everybody turned to kind of this gray comics, fading colour. In comics, into The comics was white literally white, which works aftermath. really well
0: on the printed page with the white gutters between the panels. Because literally, sure. the art is just dissolved by the white until you've got nothing but a blank page. Like that works well on a comic in page, that medium. In yeah. TV, you kind of want something with a bit more visual interest, I suppose. Um, well,
1: I think they did a great job. Yeah, it was mixing fine. the two. It's surprising.
0: Yeah. Um, so it raises it all did sorts of feel raises, like a void. Raises all sorts of questions. You yeah. know, like you said immediately, what happened to Harry and Jesse? And we're like, yeah, I imagine that's <laughs> something that the Flash will have to yeah. pick Deal up with, on yeah. later this season. Um, I'm actually a little surprised that I mean, who knows when these stories are taking place relative to each other? I mean, they're all taking place roughly concurrently in real time, I would assume. Right. But who knows? Maybe, maybe like these couple of episodes of Arrow take place at you know a couple of episodes from now. As far as the flashes, you know, chronology. I'm is not concerned, sure I buy that. They don't always you know line why? up in because real time. Sometimes they do, but they don't always line no, up.
1: No, in, real in time. fact, I think it's kind of like, oh yeah. Because
0: yeah. I, I would think that You're with all right. the, like multiverse technology that Cisco has and everything, that if an Earth, if an entire universe just disappeared, like a little light would be going off in Star Labs. There, I, I kind of feel like they've got the multiverse stuff on down. On, on so If some dude, some random dude in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Can use his computers, granted, with also with access to Cisco's little right, device. exactly. But can use, can, I was about to say, can use his technology to be like, wow, on Earth 2 is completely it's, gone. There's nothing. You would there. think Cisco would be able to tell that. He's yeah, got but it wouldn't raise all. an
1: alert, right? Because you've got an infinite should. multiverse, like something's. Ha- I don't, yeah, know. The I don't lo- know. Yeah, but there's
0: Yeah, but they seem to be going with, even though they haven't really made it explicit, they seem to be going with the more modern conception, like the Grant Morrison influenced conception of the local multiverse, and the omniverse. Okay. Because they did establish in earlier seasons of The Flash that there are 52 Earths, right? Then it was a big deal when they revealed the secret Earth, Earth X, right, with the Nazis, and that was the 53rd Earth, right? But now they've got the monitor showing up that they're saying there's infinite Earths. So I think they're going with the yeah. modern comics conception is that there's, there's 52 Earths. like a little this, neighborhood, a little well, bubble. It's, the, what they say is that's like, I've heard Grant Morrison say it's like a snowflake, right? Like there's there's facets of a snowflake, oh, and yeah. there's 52 facets on this snowflake, but there's also an infinite other number of snowflakes. But it's way easier to travel from one... Spot on a snowflake to another spot on a snowflake on the same were, snowflake than it is to travel to a completely different snowflake. That's a complete that's an exponential leap in difficulty. So it's way easier to what travel. What concept? From Earth. It's way easier, and that's like the concept. I of hear the, you. the omniverse. It's one level I above understand. the multiverse. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it, they can travel from Earth one to Earth two, like and then going there's next like an door. increased bleeding right. between the But if you wanted them? to go, right, to, if you I'm wanted to go to this. Earth six one six or something, sure. that would they can't like you would require punching through like the source wall or something. Like it's out there, but it's more or less inaccessible. But it's still under threat by this omniversal threat, which is the anti-monitor, you know? And we even, we I think we even saw something like that as indicated on Jay Garrick's little sketch map. that he drew up, right? Because all those num- little worlds. There were numbers on there that were right. way higher than 52.
1: But also, there was a finite number of circles on there. Well, sure. Like on his map.
0: he <laughs> no, can't no, draw no, no, an infinite no. number of circles.
1: Ha, 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 ha. I know, but there was no indication that it goes on to infinity. Do you know what I mean? Right, like There was no maybe like, o- overlap. Maybe he was was only no, like,
0: understands or can observe a small part of it. Like, it's questionable whether our characters even know that there are infinite Earths because they were treating it as fact just a season or two ago that there were only 52 or 53. And here the monitor rolls up and says, by the way, there's an infinite number. Nobody really seemed to react to that with any surprise, but I still think that's new information to the characters on the show. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. There was a lot of good stuff in the second episode. We are
1: so far into the geeky weeds on this With Laurel
0: dealing with the fallout. I know. This was great. The played it well. um, those were good scenes and the good scenes between her and Lila I'm glad that Lila's going to seemingly get more to do so I don't think we talked about this on the show but in the Crisis on Infinite Earths the Monitor had like an assistant basically assistant slash herald, I guess you could say called Harbinger whose real name was Lila Michaels. And it was like a girl that he had saved from an earth that was doomed and raised her as his, like his own daughter. And huh. he, she had like the superhero costume and she was like his assistant slash personal, you know, herald. Like she would go out and recruit the other heroes right. and lead them on their missions for, on behalf of the Monitor. Um, and then when they used, they just basically took the name and nothing else and gave it to Diggle's ex-wife in season one of Arrow. And then as a fun reference to the fans, her Argus codename was Harbinger. Yep. Um, but really she was Lila Michaels, like only a name. Now, like... Eight years later she's it's working with off. the monitor now when they sh- when they released released a photo of the actress in like a harbinger costume for the crisis I'm like oh it, that's cool there's just like just, yeah she's you' just like Tom Cavanaugh yeah. is going to be playing pariah mm-hmm. Audrey Marie Anderson is going to be playing Harbinger but from it'll a just, different it will just be a different Lila sure. Michaels but now we see our Lila, our Lila well, well I guess has it's a question some... right I guess it's a question is this our Lila could it be Harbinger posing as Arlila? That's that's option one, right? There's a thought, right? Like that like would on, explain why like, she like suddenly on the good, showed up. Like on the Good Place this week, right? It could be like they could be they could have been seeing yeah. this early on. It could be it could be fake Lila. It could be real Lila mm-hmm. who is working with the monitor. Um, but then they're going to reveal that there's this other Lila that's actually the actual Harbinger. Or our Lila could suit up in some fancy costume for the crisis and live up to the name Harbinger, right? Could do. I guess those are our options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but it's cool <laughs> it that remains they've actually... It to be seen. It's cool that they've
0: actually... There's no way they knew like eight years ago when they just... When they gave her that name. Like, oh, you know, she needs a call sign for the Wink. field and so we'll just do that. But Yeah.
1: I don't um, know. I'm not convinced that they didn't have this in their in their back pocket or at least a hope to no, have this realized. No way. Why of all the names for Diggle's wife did they pick Lila Michaels? Because they do
0: it all the time. They took they took the name Felicity Smoke from a from a, a, a minor Firestorm character that appeared in one issue. It was like a friend oh. of Firestorm's mother or something. They just pick a name that they think has a certain ring to it or something. Oh. And that the, and they will often pick names cuz if they pick a name, if they'd pick like Helena Bertinelli. That's a bad example because they did have Huntress in season <laughs> yeah. one of Arrow. But if they picked like right, because she's a spy, right, or, or sometimes sure. she is, like she was part of Spiral. If if they picked the a name like that, the fans would have all sorts of expectations about where that character is going, right, and what her yeah. arc is going to be, mm-hmm. and whether she's going to suit up as a superhero later on. So they picked the name, which is kind of because if you're gonna if you're gonna cr- basically create a new character. Right. You might as well pick a name from the comics for the fans, but you pick a name that doesn't have a lot of baggage associated with it so that the fans aren't going to have some expectation. Like, if you, if you do a Flash show and you have a character there named Cisco Ramon or Caitlin Snow, right. the expectation, because those are Flash characters or Flash-adjacent characters, they're going to go on to become Vibe and Killer Frost. Right. But you pick a name like Felicity Smoke. If for season one of Arrow, no one's going to have, oh, well, obviously, she's way later on, she's going to become a friend of Firestorm's mother. No, but right. it's just like, oh, they just picked the name because it was a name that sounds cool, Felicity Smoke, right? Right. I think that's why they, they did that here, because Lila Michaels, a.k.a. Harbinger, has a certain ring to it. I There's no way, they didn't even know they were going to do a Flash spin-off show then, let alone, yeah. you know, when they did the Flash spin-off and they had the newspaper there from episode one, Flash vanishes in Crisis. Then I think they thought maybe if the show lasts for six or seven years, we might do some version of the Crisis. But season one, episode one of Arrow, no way. They've said as much. They had no idea. They they didn't think they were even going to introduce like other costume characters aside from like vaguely costume characters like Huntress or you know something like that or a Dark Archer perhaps, right? Mm-hmm. But no, they never thought they they would get there in season one of Arrow. But th- but this is good. I mean, it's it's fun seeing seeing Oliver put in like because he's a lot of a lot of seasons he's in roughly a similar situation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the villains are different and his, you know, standing in the city is different and the people he surrounds himself are different. But he's usually roughly in the same situation like there's a threat to this city, someone I could probably beat one on one, you know, if I manage to track them down or figure out who they are, so I need to do that and then fight them one on one, right? Mm-hmm. But here this is a completely different th- level. Like this is a, he can't just punch this threat or shoot it with arrows. He's got to follow somebody else's orders. Which is a position we've never really seen him put in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's got something much more personal at stake. I mean, you know, if someone blew up the city, yeah, and then yes, people he cares about would be killed. But he's got his family back home, and they will be literally erased from existence unless this goes perfectly, right? So it's like a completely different level of threat. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to see him put in this, I know. put in a different situation. It's like a crucible for him <laughs> as a character, right? Yeah. So I don't but know. I
1: love that scene that he had where he was... Um... Talking to Tatsu about how yeah. he needed this to work. Yeah. She's he needed like, this to work. sense. Why are believing he the to, Because if
0: the is wrong, not, he might left be, his And yeah. he
1: he let it slip. He said, "Children." He said, "I left my children." Yeah, I was going and, to be like, "Oh, is he going to mention?" Because uh, nobody. He wanted to, to yeah. but that's the thing, though. He yeah. wanted to. I left my, I left Felicity. I left, and he didn't say it. And then in the next moment, he let yeah. it slip. Like I left my children.
0: But that was that was good oh, because it was so good. it's like if. I know that's going to come back. They did if,
1: the writers don't put words in your mouth un- unless it's going to have some sort of a payoff
0: like she's But he's like if the monitor's lying then there might be no hope. Right. So I have to believe that he knows what he's doing because the alternative is there might be no way to stop this. Right? right? So I'm just going And I've
1: I've I've abandoned leave um I've abandoned my family in the last moments that we could have together. Like that's that's the most horrible thing. Yeah, but if the monitor is lying too,
0: about everything and he's he... not then he's not actually destined to die and if he, if, if the monitor is lying about how big this threat is, he'll beat it like he beats everything else and then he goes back to his family because the monitor is lying, right? That his his worry is that the monitor is is, is right about the Im- the immensity of the threat, yeah. but wrong about the fact that they can stop it. That's his that's his real worry because then because then he left his family for nothing and there's well, no way to Well, that's what I was just him. saying. Yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: But it's not like oh I left my family for a few months and now, no you no know, he's
1: I I literally just he's not that
0: hard up for no time with his I was family.
1: saying that he he left his family in the last moments that they could all have together like yeah. he
0: left but what I'm saying if the monitor is completely full of it right they're not the last moments he would have together because he's not destined to die so there's got there's got he's got no believe as there's you at least at least pointed of truth right in what the no as saying. you
1: pointed out like that that the monitor could just be lying about like yeah. what you just said but it's interesting it keeps, because that it's he does stoppable. he
0: does seem like there's he's definitely has plans within plans at the very least. Oh, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. he's he's using Lila on the side. Yep. He, he made mention when he was talking to Lila about how... Because we were discussing during the episode, I'm like, wait, is he blaming Oliver for Earth 2 being destroyed? Or is I he know, just saying we it's were, a shame you had was to not see clear. that?
1: It's not clear. But then at
0: the end, he said to Lila, like, Earth 2 had to be sacrificed. So did he destroy Earth 2 in order to... Like, like one Earth had to die so that many more could live? No. Kind of thing? Cuz no. he said Earth 2 had to be sacrificed. He didn't say that Earth 2 could be sacrificed. The sacrifice
1: saved. has has ha, uh, had to be made.
0: He- what sac- a sacrifice implies though that there's something you could have that you, you allowed it to happen when there's something you could have done. If, I think if, he
1: sees further uh, into what's happening. It's kind of like you had to let this chess piece fall in order to yeah, win the game sacrifice, overall. Sacrifice. Like, that's how I I don't know. Like, there's a the difference how I read between that.
0: sacrifice and regrettable loss, though. Sacrifice means that you willingly offered something up to be sacrificed, right?
1: Well, that could have been absolutely what he did. That,
0: that implies a certain amount of... Agency. ...responsibility on his part. Like, maybe Earth 2 wouldn't have been destroyed or wouldn't have been destroyed as soon if he hadn't done I something. I mean,
1: technically, he could have evacuated the entire... Yeah, like but he, he knew that this was going to happen well, and he let it happen
0: yeah where are you going to put all those people i mean there's like mm, one there's so like many. one there's like one earth in the 52 that's got nobody on it, and it so it can't hold there 51 other other earth's worth of people um but even but it's true and it's true to the comics too but even if you remember mm-hmm. last season right like the earth that had like all the smallville and and other random heroes on it with the john wesley ship flash do you remember like how yeah. each episode leading up to the crossover ended with the same scene of John Wesley's ship as the flash, like kneeling in defeat before the monitor and the Yeah, mo- I remember. The monitor like tore that place up. Like yeah. that was him. That yeah. wasn't the anti monitor. Yeah. He's he's not above destroying No. A few earths but I to save you, like, infinite others. But that's what know? I'm saying. Like yeah. that's what
1: he's trying to do. That this is yeah. a chess game. I I
0: I believe I believe that he would do that. I'm just trying to figure out if that's what he was saying he did in this particular instance. I think it was unclear exactly his level of involvement in Earth 2's destruction, how much of it he was responsible for, how much of it he blamed Oliver for. Like that was unclear throughout the episode. Maybe it was intentionally so, because we're not they're trying to keep us in the dark about his exact Yeah, plans. I think
1: so, too. I mean, it made it sound like that, but then in the next line, in the very beginning of the episode now, with his discu- Oliver's discussion with the Monitor, uh, we were talking about how ambiguous it was in terms of like, oh, okay, was it direct cause and effect, Oliver did not follow orders, therefore Earth-2 died? Or was it the Monitor knew that Earth-2 was going to die, but because Oliver didn't follow orders, he stayed longer and therefore saw the instru- uh, destruction of the Earth when he otherwise would not have done?
0: Yeah. But even that doesn't make a ton we didn't of sense know. because if anything that would just further motivate him. It's not like that completely demoralized him.
1: Right. And maybe that was that was the monitor's uh ab- ab- objective, like the subconscious objective. Like he's finger wagging mm. him. I think we might be well, reading a little too much. Maybe, into it now. but yeah, I know. We we might be diving a little too deep in the, this pool. But either way, I, I mean it brings th- up interesting questions because yeah. it doesn't it because the ambiguity exists, the possibility of all these things. Uh, being true is also I think the
0: reality is that you've got a character that's valid. being written by a bunch of different writers on a bunch of different Maybe. shows and they're all trying to make him seem Maybe. vaguely amoral and vaguely mysterious and so I think you're going to get some rough edges. I think he edges. has to be both. As but he has as, to like, be both in order to be a compelling
1: contradictory character. Contradictory motivations. True, but he has to be both to be I know, a but it wouldn't character. be the first time that they these shows could. tried to
0: make someone seem super mysterious and instead it just ended up kind of being nonsensical. Like, wait, in retrospect, why did they do that? Like, in ret- like in Remember the whole season where there were like three hundred Hunter Zolomans? Like, why did he create a time remnant and then kill his time remnant and then yeah that travel to the those, future yeah. to like like it all it theoretically all makes sense when you back solve for it by the end of the season but it, but the motivations are like, these. Are, this is like the most complex possible plan you could have devised. Yeah. And it was all just done that way to make it seem mysterious and complex to us, the viewers, yeah. until it was revealed what was actually happening. And so sometimes they sort of, they muddy the waters a little too much to make things seem interesting and mysterious when in fact there, there would have been a much cleaner way to write things. It is something that mean, these shows do sometimes. I know,
1: I know. It's not flawless, but it's still incredibly enjoyable. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah. How about you?
0: Yeah, no, I I think that like if you have to do like a victory lap season with a with a like reduced cast, maybe even a reduced budget, who knows? Like oftentimes when these shows get like a one season extension. Like it happened to Angel too, like where they basically oh, yeah. have no money that last season of Angel. So yeah. most of the most of the scenes are just them sitting around that office building talking to each other. Yep. Um
1: still it still works
0: it still worked because of the writing and the acting. Yeah. But oftentimes, you know, but in this case, I'm not sure they really have a reduced budget. Because in this case, it wasn't like, well, we'll renew you one more year. But, you know, be on your best behavior budgetarily. In this case, it was more like, I think they would have loved to kept it going for yeah. years. But Stephen Amell was the one who thought that they should go out on top. You know, well, yeah. it it's still good. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's, I, am, I am enjoying it. It's fun to see. If it's a different kind of season. It is. Like I like this it very much. Weird dimension hopping world tour instead yeah. of just oh there's another static place that comes another where the guy threat in a hood comes to you. No, he and,
1: goes to find the threat. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like it very much. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying our our TV. Is that it?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we should maybe mention briefly the future scenes too, right? Oh yes, the, of course. So with me and William, the good scene between William Connor and JJ. I was yeah, saying to you that great. I think it's a really smart idea to give the villain of the future scenes. Um, make it be someone that we as the audience feel a connection to even if it's only because they're related to other characters we care about because last season that like that sort of corporate threat with like the cyborg vigilante killers and like the evil businessman who was like flirting with William do you remember? And I'm like I remember but I'm like I I didn't feel any you know, like, I wasn't getting anything from those villains. Like, they weren't interesting. They weren't memorable. Right. What was What was interesting about those future scenes was seeing, like, the heroes come together and learn about who they were. Like, because it was a revelation that this is, you know, right. Bronze Tiger's son. It's a mm-hmm. revelation that Mio was Oliver and Felicity's daughter because we didn't know that for her first few appearances. Right. Um, And seeing older versions of our beloved characters in old age makeup, bad yeah, old yeah. age makeup, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was what was cool that wig, about this. features. Renee's the, wig. <laughs> the, the villain could have been like, it could have been any corporate threat. Like it, sure. Like, or anybody, it didn't really matter. But this season, especially if it's going to be like, if these future scenes are, are are not just supposed to be interesting in and of themselves, but also to make this future world flesh it out so that it can stand up to being a, its own spin off. I think it was a good idea to establish this, this interesting new threat, the Deathstrokes, and then have it be Diggle's son, because that gives now our guys have like this familial...
1: Bond. Connection to yep. him,
0: so they're trying to save him, and he's got the the death strokes around him. So that's got this interesting threat that calls yep. back to earlier seasons, yeah. and we know just the name conjures up all this this imagery. It's for Arrow the fans. Beyond. So I mean, it basically yeah, it's the Jokers, they it's they the jokers. It yeah. yeah, it yeah. basically is Arrow Beyond. I mean, yeah, that's that's basically it. Every 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 future yeah, son yeah, yeah. of X hero thing is is basically you know ripping off Batman Beyond. It's it's definitely true. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think I think the future scenes are more interesting this season as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think, though, my bet is still in crisis that Mia gets stranded in the present because I still don't think they're going to do Mia plus everybody else in old age makeup in the future for seven years. I just don't think they're going to do it. It would be a shame to lose Connor and William, those other future characters. Maybe they get brought back too. At a certain point, if you bring everybody back, it seems a little too convenient. Hmm. I just don't think they're going to put their other, you know, supermodel... Co-stars yeah. in old age makeup for seven years. I just well, don't think they're going to do it.
1: I mean, it depends on what the cast is.
0: Well, that is the cast. Katie Cassidy and Julianne Harkavy, Black oh, Siren and Black Canary, okay. are going to be the ma- other main co-stars along with... Um, the girl Kate, playing yeah, Nia. Kate McNamara, yeah. yeah. Um, and we don't know if the actors playing Connor and William or whatever are also going to be on the show. We don't know that. And it's, I'm sure the show will have more than just three regulars, but we know about those three at least. And so that's what I think. I don't think they're going to put... Dana and Laurel yeah, in right. old age makeup for seven years.
1: Yeah. Plus, I think it's. Oh, more... unless we shoot them to the future.
0: Unless they go to, the... but they already have their own future versions there, still mm, alive. That would just be weird. Uh,
1: yeah. Mm.
0: I just think that there's I more. I just think that there's Let's more be... story to be mined from having her come back to the world we already know. Because then there's so many more possibilities, right? Because then you could have other characters. They could, right? Otherwise, every time you want to do a crossover, other our characters need, uh, like the Flash or whatever, has to go to the future. You bring her back to the present. Yeah. You make that the spin off. Then if you you can have Diggle come back for a couple of episodes. You could have, you know, you could have Lila yeah, stick around. Yeah, and there is
1: some sort of a. You like inherit this, all uh, the
0: cast right. and the setting that you've the built way up over that seven it's,
1: years. The way that it's playing out now, the future scenes right now, they really feel like they're tense, but they're going to resolve. We're like, we're going to ultimately see the, the redemption of um, John Diggle Jr. Like, and, and the Death Strokes will be defeated. Like, I feel like that's going to happen in this arc because it's really important that it does. Cause otherwise you completely invalidate the parenting of, and, and you really kind of just, but I think
0: that's, uh, you to, hurt the, you, to me, that's fine. Like, like, I think it's actually kind of, it has a certain, um, I just
1: think it's important for him to be redeemed. It has a
0: certain poetry to it where Diggle had two sons. And isn't it ironic that his adopted son, the son of a villain, became his true successor and his biological son ended up falling to the dark side. There's a certain like mythic symmetry to it. You know what I mean? I
1: know, but we've observed that mythic symmetry and now it has to resolve. Like cuz otherwise Yeah, he's going to like the sacrifice faith, himself. I mean, the faith of the hero the is definitely part of the thing that has to be validated, right? Cuz we always have to walk away from a story believing that the hero was right in having faith in the villain's ability to I don't to think reform. JJ is
0: necessarily going to be redeemed. I think it, I think
1: But it, I think that it's important that he does because otherwise the heroes of the story are 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 wrong in in being you know, in Maybe. believing in the good of I, the I think it's person that they're like, trying to I help. think it's
0: going to be like Emiko last season, where she's bad, 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 and then has like a last minute on well, her yeah. deathbed redemption kind exactly. of thing. Exactly, but I he still like has can, to
1: redeem himself in yeah, some way. I gonna don't be, care I if it's like, like in the last minute like or whatever. whatever. I just feel like it's going to resolve and therefore you're you're right because like then there's no real conflict for them to stay with in the yeah. future I and mean, therefore me is free there's, there's to come back. There's interesting
0: stories to tell in the future and they mm. can come up with new threats. I yeah. just think like I know. they're making more work for themselves than necessary because this is part of a shared universe, right? right, right and you're right, going right. to want to have other characters show up, you're going to want to have crossovers. Those things are so much easier to do when, everything when is it's contemporary. In the like yeah. look at look mm-hmm. at how easy they had to make multiverse travel just to justify the Supergirl characters crossing over every right, time. They exactly. had to basically make it like walking across the street. Yeah. Right? So I think that like, and, and because like, just because Stephen Amell think, you know, wants to do other things. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the other actors on it, or like clearly Juliana Harkavy and Katie Cassidy don't want to do other things because yep, they signed they're up. Happy. They, they were petitioning to have their own spinoff. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, but um, I'm blanking David Ramsey, right? Who plays Diggle. Right. Like, um, yeah, bring him back for a six episode arc. In, in the spinoff right yep. where he gets mm-hmm. to mentor or make him a regular right like maybe he wants to do more stuff yeah. too right he could be like the old Bruce to, to uh, <laughs> yeah
1: you know what I mean like to me uh, yeah
0: but you have so many more because you've spent eight years establishing this version of Star City and this supporting cast and all this rogues gallery of villains that I exist know. in the pre- you'd have to start over from scratch if it were in the future and you I can know. tell new interesting stories yeah. I mean Batman Beyond did it right like they were very conscious when they were doing Batman t- Beyond to not just do oh this episode we'll do Riddler Beyond this episode it'll be Mad Hatter. I know Beyond. they had one or two episodes where they had kind of villains from the present. Mister Freeze makes sense because he was basically right. ageless. Yeah. They had you, they made you think Bane was going to show up, but he was just a vegetable in a chair. You had to wait years for them to do a movie before they did the Joker, which was obviously the big one. Right, right, right. right. That was it. That was all they did. They didn't do yeah. Catwoman. They didn't do the Riddler. They didn't nope. do Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. They didn't do. They did Rachel Ghoul, but again, that makes sense, right? Because right. the Lazarus—he's timeless. Yep. But in fifty-two episodes or fifty-four, whatever it was. They only did it one. They only did it two or three like times. Like three times, yeah. And they created their whole new rogues gallery of villains, right? Yep. Ink, Curare, she's my favorite. Um, yeah, Bloodsport. Whoever the Carl Lumbly guy was, I think it was called Blood. No, that wasn't Bloodsport. No, the Stalker. That was his name, right? Shriek, Blight, the the Royal Flush Gang with uh, Melanie, Spellbinder, Spellbinder with the Royal Flush Gang with yeah, Melanie and, yeah. and George Lazenby as King. Like they had, their, they created their whole own rogues gallery oh, yeah. there. Um, wow. And this show could do the same thing. It's not like I don't think the writers are up to it, but I feel like. You've created such a rich world in the present across many different shows and eight seasons of this show that why would you cut yourself off from being able to use all of that stuff, all of those actors and all of those villains and all of those locations Mm -hmm. when it would be, you just bring her back and people don't want to continue on the spin-off. They don't have to, but if they do, you can carry that forward and just be more reason. Plus, I think you you know that you would probably get more viewers. The more that you make it seem like a seamless transition from the arrow you know, you know what I mean?
1: Right, but what would they call it?
0: Well, I think they're going to call it Green Arrow and the Canaries. This is what they've been saying oh, okay. in, in interviews, which is a good, which is, you finally, I feel like that's a good name because it's, it, you finally get, you have to have Arrow in there somewhere.
1: They're yeah. not just
0: going to call it like Arrow the Next Generation,
1: right?
0: <laughs> Yeah. You finally get the words Green Arrow in the title, which is good. Mm-hmm. And you have, and the Canaries, because it's going to be an ensemble show where she's going to be like mentored by people that were Black Canaries, right? Laurel right. and Dinah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be like a, I'm going to say Charlie's Angel because that, it has probably certain oh, sexist God. connotations yeah, don't right do that. but it's going to be like like an like a like like how the actresses in the marvel movies are pushing for like an all female avengers movie right like an all female superhero team up movie with like black widow and valkyrie and right. gamora and all the, uh, and captain marvel and, and the, the wasp in their own movie right? right um it's kind of going to kind of be like, it's essentially going to be like a birds of prey show essentially with like a mostly female cast so, and so I think that if you just call it Green Arrow, it doesn't really tell you what you're getting. It really does make it seem like it's just a new season of Arrow. But if you call it Green Arrow and the Canaries, it basically tells you what you're getting. You're getting a new version of Arrow and you're also getting the Canaries.
1: Right. So I, feel <laughs> like tra- I feel like that that's fine. I feel like that's a good,
0: you know. Yeah. I, th- I think this, it's a little bit of a mouthful, but so is DC's Legends of Tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Superman true. Superman and Lois. We just call
1: it Legends, yeah. So Superman yeah. and Lois is a good title. I, I actually really like I it. I mean, you it know is why? what it is. You know why? Because it really establishes their identity. Like, that Clark Kent is... is, is is the name of Superman, but honestly, he, no, he is you're not gonna, a Superman you're person. You're not
0: going to win that. You're not, I'm definitely I, more on that. I know. Okay, okay. This is a fan debate that's raged for decades. Yeah, is, I is, is Is Superman, is, is Clark Kent the disguise and Superman the real identity or vice versa? It, depa- but it, it also, entirely depends on what version you grew up reading. But, but
1: also, this is also um, from the outside, like what you're seeing when you peek in. Like you don't immediately meet Superman and you're like, oh, hey, Clark Kent, how are
0: you? No, I, I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're assuming too much also wanted. from, I, I think it's just, I think it's just basically it's su- it's a Superman show, but they wanted to tell you that much like Lois and Clark twenty years ago, Lois is not just going to be some supporting cast member; she's going to be an equal co-star with him, and it's going to be about them as equals, as partners, and their relationship and their family as much as it is about Superman fighting supervillains. So what do you call it? If you if Lois and Clark was already a show, you have, you call it Superman and Lois. I think that was just the only show. It's it's supposed to tell you that it's a Superman show. Where, where Lois Lane is going to get? What e- would you equal- call it? I mean, if it were just me, I would call it Superman. But I, but I feel like this name, this name does tell you more about what you're getting based on what we yeah. know about its premise, which is that Lois is going to be an equal participant. Right. In the show. So if
1: you know that that's the objective of the title, would you still call it just Superman? Well, I, don't, I don't think that's appropriate. I, I, if I agree that
0: this is a more appropriate title, but that doesn't mean I have to like it because I still think it sounds a little <laughs> clunky.
1: Uh you'll get used to it. I'm already used to it. <laughs> I like it. Um, because as you said, it puts it's, them it's on equal sort of like footing. sounds like a weird... But, it's, but it's here's the thing a, though. Lois that's his Clark Superman or, persona. That's, no, his super, that's his superhero persona. Like he is at his best peak, peak, uh, I don't know, superhero when he is in his Superman form. Guess what? Lois Lane is the best awesome lady reporter superheroine in her Lois Lane that's persona. That's what they like to be called as lady
0: reporters actually girl reporters actually is what they really you be it.
1: quiet you you be quiet that's what i don't know sorry that's what everybody calls i don't know I think, I think like Lose... she's an awesome capable detective she's a reporter she's all that. she's a powerhouse I and she doesn't that. need a cape uh to be a superhero she just is and so that's why i think putting those two names on the same how many seasons do you go
0: before they before she spends at least on one episode as superwoman now how long are they going to be able to resist before three they superwoman but I, I get, feel like I
1: bet you they'll do that in season. I feel three.
0: like Lois and Clark, in addition to being just like a snappier, catchier name, does does yeah, bill, but it's taken bills them as equals. Not yes, only it does, does it put yeah. her name first because she is the better and more accomplished reporter. <laughs> That's true. But it but it, it she it, has more privileges. But it puts them on equal footing. It te- it tells you it's going to be about them as equals in the workplace, which is basically what it was. Yeah. Um, calling it Superman and Lois like oh we've got like you and I know that they're like they consider themselves to be equals and they each like you know what I mean um and that she's 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 like his hero basically like they've even said as much in certain comics right? like she lo- he looks right like she is his <laughs>
1: that's cute that's, she's his hero that's lovely. Basically, yeah right?
0: yeah um but and so we know that but just saying superman and lois just like on the face of it it sounds like such a power imbalance you know what i mean mm. it'd be like batman and dick <laughs> like no it's like you know what i mean Like that just seems seems like somebody's getting the short end. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Well, that's because we know that um, Dick Grayson is actually Robin, and he should be called. I don't know, but it's it's not a perfect analogy. I just uh, feel like
0: when someone has got an awesome, iconic, legendary superhero name, and then someone else is just like their regular name, it can't help but sound a little mismatched. Even if you and I know that, if you really understand the characters, it makes sense because yada yada yada. Like I know that, but it still like sounds. It still hits my ear wrong. Anyway, I'm. It could be it could be a, just an early title they might change it or if they're what they're what they go with I'll live with it like I don't care you know what I mean like yeah. they can call it whatever they want Yeah. Um.
1: Here's an idea. How I mean, about Arrows, Lois and Clark?
0: Arrow is <laughs> Arrow is a dumb name because you know what I mean. Like, what
1: about Clark and Lois?
0: <laughs> no, that's a, oh man. Can you imagine? No, they would never do that. Like, let's let's take the name of a show where the where the woman got the top <laughs> oh, billing, and instead, here's goodness. a radical idea. Let's put the man first.
1: Oh boy. Man, well, that's the, what they did this time. Except they put the Superman. Well, because if it, name you're
0: gonna have first. Superman, in the they could have
1: ta- done Lois and Superman. Lois and
0: Superman. No, that makes it sound like a like a like rom com. Yeah. Like a com. Lois. Lois and Superman. You know. Um. No, I think if you're gonna put Superman in you? the name, I don't, you got to okay. put Superman. First. I don't know if you I agree with get that. Top I don't think it you wouldn't call your show Robin and Batman for the well, same reason. Well, then
1: why that. don't you call it? Um, no, actually, it's kind of hard to solve that puzzle, right? Because if you if you want your title to have that objective, where you have I, the two, there's characters. no
0: better. There's no better title for what yeah. they wanted it to be. I know. It's just. It doesn't mean that it's a good title. It's just. What it's they were just
1: because t- Lois and Clark was taken. That's really what it is.
0: I don't think they would have called it that though, because I, I, I don't think. Know. I think that the mission statements of the show, from what very little we know, we know one sentence about what they're trying to do with this new show. But the the Lois and Clark premise, as pitched by a female creator, by the way, who who created and ran the show for the first season, (laughs) was this is going to be largely a workplace drama Mm -hmm. slash romance slash comedy Mm -hmm. where where they're working together as reporters and gradually falling in love. And we know he's Superman and we see Superman sometimes, but it's not a Superman show. It's about them as reporters in the right. office. And okay. they gradually drifted away from that over time, as, as is basically inevitable. When you've got a show about Superman, it's going to become more and more about Superman. You kind of can't help it. Mm-hmm. But this is not, this new show is not trying to be that. This, we don't know to what extent the Daily Planet stuff is going to play a role here. Are they even going to work in the Daily Planet? Mm. It's not going to be any kind of recognizable Daily Planet. I mean, Jimmy isn't there anymore. Right? Jimmy moved to National City, now he's off to become a senator, right? So it's going to be a very oh, different yeah. Daily Planet, right? You forgot that that's all part of the same thing. Yeah, I did. So are they even going to work at the Daily Planet? Who, who knows? It's not going to be a workplace drama. It's going to be a superhero show about Superman, but it's going to be about how Superman and his wife balance the fact that he is Superman with the fact that she is a reporter, with the fact that they have a superpowered son, and all this other stuff. So it, it tells you what you're getting. You're getting Superman and his wife solving the problems of, you know, being being a superhero and solving the problems of, of having a family and, and both, you know, both parents work, basically. And that's what you're getting. But being you
1: call- super. How about that?
0: If you called it Lois and Clark it would make it sound like it's focused on the civilian identities. It's not focused on the civilian identities. Right. It's quite the opposite. It's focused on how they can manage to maintain any sort of semblance of a normal life life while juggling the fact that he's a superhero and they have a superpowered son. It's about how their life is not normal. Whereas Lois and Clark was about was more in theory at first supposed to be focused on the normal aspects of these characters' lives. It's in some ways it's kind of the inverse of the premise. So while there are similarities, obviously, I think it, it is quite different. And so I don't, I don't think they would have even used that name because that name, even if it didn't have those connotations from 20 years ago, would tell you that you're getting something focusing more of them as civilians. Right. I think here you're getting quite the opposite. They're trying to they're trying to maintain <laughs> maintain the facade that they're normal as much as they can while dealing with the fact that they've got a superpowered kid and they're having to raise a superpowered kid.
1: Why not call it Superpowered Kid? I'm just kidding.
0: I mean, I guess that's you a
1: Saturday morning cartoon. It, I, mean, I guess I'm the joking. only other thing
0: you could do is call it like the Superman Family or because that's right. a timeless existence. Super Family. Or the no, Super Family sounds dumb though. Yeah, it does. I mean, you could call it the Superman Family or the Kents. Like I, I was I,
1: thinking about the Kents, yeah.
0: But, but I feel like if you've I got a Superman show... I would have gone Superman with a city show, name,
1: like either the Daily Metropolis. Planet or... Metropolis, yeah. But that
0: was going to be the name of that show for DC Universe that was going to be from the Gotham creators where it was going to be like Lois, Shoulda, coulda, Lois coulda, and woulda. Lex Luthor solving crimes every week. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? that yeah, didn't, yeah. They ended up getting canned before they shot it?
1: Well, they could have taken the title from there. Uh,
0: yeah, I but I feel like if you're going to have... After, small, after Lois and Clark... And after Smallville, if you've got a show that's going to be an out-and-out Superman show for the first time in a long time, you put Put Superman Superman in the title. title. I think they're definitely right to do that. But that boxes them into this corner. Anyway, we've talked about this for too long. Well,
1: maybe they could have just called it Superman and Lois Lane. Maybe that would have been adding her last name. I like that better.
0: I like that better because at least Lois Lane, because of our shared cultural memory, is an iconic name in and of itself, whereas Lois... I mean, we know it's the same person, but
1: but it feels more like a nickname, like "Hey, plus buddy." it has buddy. a
0: bit more. It has a bit more symmetry it's to it. It's Superman and Lois, Lois Lane. And Superman and Lois. Like yeah, at least yeah, it's yeah. got a da 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 and da da da. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's got a certain pattern to it. That yeah, that would be better. But then it gets too long, and I don't know. Like too.
1: Mm, I agree with you. That probably well, would have been the back only to your Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, technically, DC's Legends of Tomorrow.
0: Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, that probably would have been better. But Could have been the fix. I don't know. I'm sure mm. they had all these discussions behind the scenes. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think they were. But is have. she
0: even Lois Lane anymore? Like in the comics, she—I mean, who knows? She Maybe kept she's her name. Take Did she? Name? Yeah. She
1: didn't take her name. She people didn't, would call she's her Miss,
0: People would call her Mrs. Kent, but I think that, that her, her legal name was still Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep all right yeah
1: you guys discuss get back to us on that yeah so if you want to reach out to us a uh, mailbag at ho- uh, oh my gosh <laughs> sorry mailbag at dot our website is www.smartspodcast.com our twitter handle is at smarts podcast and on facebook it's facebook.com slash smarts podcast how about a funny sound for us
0: i don't have one how about Ooh, very good swish